We need to talk about Chinese gimmick change. At some point, somebody decided it was racist to call them Chinese gift exchange, and now they're white elephant gift exchanges. So you mean to tell me that the Chinese came up with a clever and relevant way for a large group of people to do gift exchanges without absolutely decimating them all financially? And it's somehow racist for us to pay homage to that? And not only that, but the people who decided to come up with a new name went with something that's white. The whites have stolen something from the Chinese, which actually is a bit of a change from the normal. And I think it's just absolutely silly that we're so worried about this to the point where we rename it and not give them credit where it's due. Cheers, everyone. It's the mm. Festivus mashup. It is the Festivus. And wouldn't you know it, that it actually is the 23rd of December. I looked it up, and I'm like, Tuesday's like, we got to do it Saturday. I'm like, oh, man. Can we pull it off Saturday? Here we are. And we uh, are. and the true Festivus holiday is on Festivus December 23rd. So who knows? Must, meant to be. Meant to be. Indeed. So you want to hear about my day? No, but we're here already, so why not? My website yes, got please hacked. Please tell me about it. My website got hacked. Okay. That's how it began. Chinese. And pff, who knows? Who knows? It was it was uh it was uh the states that tipped me off to it first. It was one of the guests I've had on. He's like, "Hey, I've been trying to share your uh, website." And it keeps sending off people keep coming back with uh yeah, it's 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 sending me to this like you know, bogus <laughs> I'll bring What's up What's your the website pic- supposed to be? com. You can search it out, but it pulls up this uh here we'll 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 bring up the image. Slide is slot online, slot eighty eight and slot geeker hari any maxman indonesia. Blah 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 a whole lot of weird stuff. It it turned into an Indonesian slot machine. Correct. Correct. And the, the crazy thing about it too is is so you know, then IT Like know, aside from that, you mean? You besides that. Uh, then, it, then you know, I, I get put. I talk to the lady who uh, runs my uh, uh, website. Shout out to Robin because uh, she's been fantastic today. Because I call her, I'm like, I think my website got hacked, and so she's like, Okay, I'll go take a look. And then she spent like hours on the phone with like the platform, and then it's GoDaddy. It got registered today with GoDaddy. She's like, Have you registered with GoDaddy? I'm like, Well, no. So talks to GoDaddy, talks to uh, whatever Blue something. And um, basically, you know, everyone's going, well, it must have just expired. You must have missed paying something. And so then somebody snatched on you. And you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, maybe. So we're like looking through emails. I got zero emails. She has zero emails. We find out my one part of my website is paid till next year, October. And so we get digging, digging, digging. And here it's like this shady thing. Shady. Shady. Like, so. Okay. Well, it, it, it. It's not supposed to be able to transfer without my my say so, right? But all my information now taken away. They won't. Uh, GoDaddy won't tell us who it is uh, because it's behind, you know, client privilege and on and on. Because they right? need to protect the people who own the websites. 
So here's the good news. I think I think maybe we we. This got, is great. It, this is fun. Like this is an interesting story. Oh man, I'm just like. So what's the good news though? The good news is is uh, uh, Robin finally sent me a, a text tonight saying, you know, good news or bad news is that they they have admitted like it feels like it's pretty shady and chances are the rightful owner doesn't have control of his website anymore. Chances are indeed. So the blue host, blue host. Anyways, guy seems super helpful so far. So I guess we'll see. You know, it looks like um, you know, somebody wants to be Sean Newman for a day. Crazy bastards. Now, Festivus, what well, we can talk about that before we get too deep into this. Vance Scott Petrie pop on later. Who is? Vance is he He better have an eggnog in hand. Yeah, he said he's with family, but I let you us go for a stretch, get a few drinks down, and then he's gonna pop on. Does he have a link to come on? Or is he just gonna jump in the chat? What's I, I could I could certainly send him the link. That that'd be easy enough. Okay. Are we are we allowing people into this uh, debacle today? Mm, not everybody, but oh, okay. Sorry, folks, if you're watching, I guess that means not you. It just means a select few. You gotta yeah. Kinda, it's you know, basically we're kinda, just we're kind of well, here's the on thing. This side. I got I got. Mm, Vance is probably, you know, you talk about like the good things you got going on in the year. I would say getting to know Vance, not as well as not as much as I'd have liked, because um, he's one of those guys that you just want to get to know more and more better every time you talk to him. Right. And uh, that's that was that's been one of the highlights of this year is getting to know him better. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, he can hop on any show anytime he wants. Happy Festivus from uh, Eileen Clark. She says, uh, what are the feats of strength going to be? See, I wanted to do this in person so we could Indian leg wrestle. Yeah, so what, what happened last year when this came about was Twos was actually in Lloydminster. So we actually got to sit across the table. We had no video. We just sat there and had a, a nice sociable. Mm -hmm. And um, certainly, uh, I am would, would prefer that. But, you know, this year it wasn't going to happen. So we thought, oh, well. We'll throw it online and and uh, we'll we'll go for an hour or two and and have a couple sociables and talk about Christmas things and two's made this huge lovely uh, uh, agenda I'm sure of where we're gonna we're gonna go. Oh and, no, uh, this is that's. Did you notice how it's completely different than the usual agenda? I don't know. It's I haven't just, even looked at it. Okay. Well, how do you even know I did it then? Because you told me. Two's like I did an agenda. Oh, I'm like I'm like great. All right. I'm going to deal with losing my website for the day and, and completely throw my Saturday into a, a complete and utter debacle. Uh, number 12 is your website. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Yeah. So Scott Petrie, side note, Scott Petrie. We should get him on the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Scott Petrie. He, uh, he drove, it was January of this year, mm -hmm. drove up to uh, Lloydminster, had a box full of uh, beverages, I'm looking at one of them right now. A little, uh, little. Mm, I love that bumbo rum. Yeah. And uh, a couple other things in there, too. Anyways, he drove all the way over. Yonder, well, it was on a way for him. And uh, and dropped off and said, next year when you guys do Festivus, uh, I want to be I want to be the guy. And so, Scott Petrie, hey, shout out to you, sir. Um, and he was... <laughs> We're talking to Scott on the phone, and it sounds like he's having his own festivus too. Yeah, it sounds like he's it's it's been a he, here's a bit what of he a marathon. He's already text worst timing ever. Ha 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 ha! It's my 
annual Festimus party with the solo crew. I'm such a schmuck. Give me a heads up next year. You and twos have a great 2024. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, he had the whole year as a heads up, but, but I guess we didn't say official. Like we knew that it was happening and, you know, sure. We made the promise like 11 months ago that this was going to happen. And then he was representing it, but I guess we didn't really follow up before when we probably should have. I don't know. Should we have? But, I thought it was great. I think I this worked I, out even better. I wish better. I would have had the phone up to him and been like, but I had no How did you know that was going to happen? Yeah, oh, that you, was that. Oh, he's so hammered right now. He's going he's gonna to be listening to this and be like, I talked to them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Right? Like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I pity him tomorrow. So, Tuz, where would you like to start? Where would you like to begin? I don't know, man. Like, there's there's so many different things. We could talk about some highlights of the year. We could air grievances. We could talk about some of the silly things that happened this week that pretty much we should have had a full-ass episode anyway with all the crazy stuff. Like, you'd think, you'd think in a sane country, well, that's a problem, but in a sane country, all the politics stuff just kind of slows down around Christmas because they haven't been working for weeks. But we've got craziness all the way up to and including today. So there's Zelensky's big nose. I don't know. Do you want to lead into that? I'll probably need to be a little bit articulate. So maybe we should go with that one first. There's Zelensky's big nose. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this um, editorial cartoon from the Toronto Sun where sure. Zelensky's. What's that? Show it to me. I don't have any of this stuff. Like, there's not even links for any of this stuff. I told you it was it was all different today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're flying by the seat of your pants. Well, uh, I was thinking that it was just going to be a little bit different, but um, we can. <coughs> Excuse me. We can do a little bit of it. So, Zelensky Sun cartoon. Here we go. Um, let's present, um, share screen, entire screen, this one. So, oops, this is the cartoon. So you've got Zelensky and Biden with their arm around each other, but Zelensky's reaching into Biden's back pocket and pulling out his wallet and he's got a big fucking nose, but here right next to it, you've got. There's Zelensky in real life. Look at the size of that fucking thing. Well, I mean, cartoonists and that cartoonists always they they always exaggerate the distinctive facial features so that it's unmistakable who it is you're looking at. This is this is a trope as as old as all of this stuff. Like you can look at like if I just looked up something like Zelensky cartoon, I bet you they're like, oh. There he is with a big fucking nose. There's a big giant nose. Look at that. The nose is like two feet long. Okay. All right. We've got more big nose, big nose. Here's big nose. Here's Putin with a big nose, but nobody says that's racist. Right? You just you can just go through this whole thing. Here's Putin and Zelensky, and they both have giant noses. All right? But apparently... We decided that when this is critical of him just 
taking a whole shit ton of money from everybody that we needed to call out this racism because <clears throat> well because people on the left associate giant noses with jews which may in and of itself be racist who am i to judge but here's the thing this is this is classic leftist diversionary tactics this is them with the tiki torches and being like oh all tiki torches are evil this is them when there was one swastika showing up in ottawa over months or weeks they're like oh the convoy is a bunch of nazis there's always that one little thing where if they can find one little grain of impurity they're going to try and throw the baby out with the bath water on all of it and it's absolutely insane that to this day we have so many people who give them a pass do you know what the sun's response to this was they apologized they pulled the cartoon and they fired the guy who made it isn't that wild that's the world we live in right now even cartoonists aren't uh, aren't safe is the sun just trying to push light to keep biden and keep it off trudeau i don't know i find the sun's fairly critical of of trudeau i think it's 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 a far right extremist publication by Canadian standards, but I would say that it's it's fairly middle of the road. Honestly, it's it handles stuff fairly honestly. Um, but that's the whole thing where I'm trying to go with this is just that if we, if we keep letting them do this, that's all it'll ever be. When they actually come after the Sean Newman podcast, they're going to find some awkward pause 300 episodes ago and try and use that to label you as let them come to right or whatever else and here's the thing you just you you can't ever apologize never apologize anybody else listen to this the cancel culture is going to come for you because it's going to come for everybody and as soon as you're on your back foot game over you don't blink you don't give an inch and if they say that Big noses are Jewish. You say, well, who sounds like the racist now? And that's it. And you can tell them to get fucked. I don't know. Are we doing a buzzer? No, we're not doing a buzzer today. This is, there's no rules Good. here. I'm not, I'm Good. not, I don't even want to, I don't even want to talk. Like I give two craps about the news right now. I'm like, I'm sitting here having a social drink and I go, what does everybody else want to talk about? I, I don't know. Like yeah. right now, Mel is at home. Mm-hmm. You know, you started off with the Chinese gift exchange. Mm-hmm. So this year we're trying the uh, the saran wrap game. Have you played the saran wrap game where you, you wrap individual presents in saran wrap and then you rip it off and, you, and then you put more on and you start it all over again? And then the day of, you have mittens. If you roll doubles, I think this is how it goes, then you get to put on uh, oven mitts. And try and pull the saran wrap off. Anything you get are you, out. Are you doing this at a casino? No, this is a family. This is the adult gift exchange in the Newman household this year. Okay. And so if you get any of it out, you get to keep it. And then as soon as somebody else rolls doubles, then they get to put them on it and they get to keep going. And this oh, and people are rolling so there's nonstop. There's a couple dice and yeah, the rolling yeah. keeps going. Going. And you, you're opening up as much as you can. Yes. And like the, the, the things that have come in, like I'm waiting for the picture to come in so I can show you. It's going to be like... It's gonna be it's gonna be like this big it's gonna be huge so um huge i'm sitting here so it's just know? a whole bunch of little things or what uh it was supposed it was supposed to be like gift cards and stuff okay uh, i mean but the newmans have never played this before so they're like okay uh 
All right. So there's like there's like a a walking pole, you know, like a hiking pole. Okay. I'm like, I don't know how she's gonna saran wrap that up, but we'll see. There's um there's a couple of like uh bottles of booze. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fair. There's 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 packs of gum. There's 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 just about a little bit of everything. A little bottle of Bailey's in there. Oh. I don't mind that one myself. Yeah. Personally, I'm a little partial to a little Bailey's in on the holidays in the coffee. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can appreciate that. Oh, well, that is not a little bottle. Even in your uh, tiny hands. That... <laughs> <laughs> Giant fucking mitts. Is that how I, I was? I was just sitting with. Goalie. I was just sitting with Chris Barber. Mm-hmm. And Chris oh, Barber that has guy's some a giant. That mix. guy's a seriously. I don't know how that guy became a trucker. Think of like all the just lost mileage that vehicle suffered with just hauling his giant ass around. And I love the guy. I love the guy, but he's huge, which isn't a bad thing. But I'm just saying to be clear, like the guys, the guys a freaking mammoth. He is a fridge. Yes. Yeah. 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 He brought me. Uh, did you see the picture on uh, on? Uh, um... I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. That. Uh... Here. What I'll what I'll do is, mm-hmm. so the audience can see what the heck I'm talking about. You know, I'm, I'm bringing up things, and normally, folks, we're all like professional. I don't know. If, do do they yes, call us professional? Yes, we're we're very professional usually. I mean, we're not like CBC where they accidentally wrote on the teleprompter that Israel started the war, and then the guy read it, and then they pled. They literally pled the Ron Burgundy defense. They're like, "We're sorry about this, but it was on the teleprompter." And he just reads whatever's on the teleprompter. This is literally what happened with the CBC today. Oh, man. Like, just like, what a bunch of goombas, you know? <laughs> I mean, like, here we just say... go fuck yourself, San Diego. Um, okay, as I try and do this... Oh, man. Regardless, uh, Chris Barber was in with his son. Yep. And... Uh, and brought me in a a painting, and I'll I'll bring it up here in two secs. That way, people can see what the heck I'm talking about. But I've been bugging them because I'm like, <clears throat> I have nothing in this studio that's from the convoy, and I'm like, I would I would love something, and I'm like, I should go buy something. I should whatever. And he's like, Man, I got so much stuff. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, is there something that you know? You'd be willing to like pass along, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, now, how about I talk to uh, this painter guy I know? And I'm going to pull up his name so that I actually don't call him painter. It's Chris, guy. Bar- Chris Barber is, is the name. No, Chris Barber is the guy who. Get... Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jerome Waldner. That's the guy who painted. He's a Regina boy. Okay. So shout out to Jerome. He is Prairie Whitetail on TikTok if anybody wants to find him. Anyways, he. Uh, he uh, did one up and it is sitting in the studio. It looks perfect. It looks it. You're still going. What the heck are you talking about? I'm bringing it up here. Give me a sec. Just turn the camera, buddy. No, because turn then the I'll camera. unplug something. I know how. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. And then I'll get that's kicked fair. off, and you'll be like, Yeah, I know how this goes. Yeah, because that's goes. how I talk. No, you're more a little more like. That's that's more like how you sound. <laughs> Okay, come on. I really come hope on. you get disconnected. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Lori Forsberg says it looks amazing. Here, you know what? I'm just going to go on to your goddamn... No, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm, like, I've got it. 
I'm just I'm tired of waiting on your fucking ass. Here, look, it's there's not much to it. I'm just gonna go like this. And oh, I got tired of waiting, and so now I'm doing it. Oh man, I'm sorry. I just did I I, I outdid oh, you. There I am again. No, I yep. I outdid And you. here I am again. <sighs> Are you done? Assuming you done? you're assuming you're not hitting the buttons anymore. All right, sure. Uh... <laughs> anyway, it does look sharp as hell. And I love the fact that, you know, you could tell he's he's a Saskatchewan guy because there's a little bit of special emphasis on the what easy I was trying to do problem. here. If you let me if you let me if you stop messing around as I was going to try and zoom it zoom? in. So people, yes, there, there, there. So there you, you can go. see the you can see the detail on it. That's a solid painting, man. And it fits. You ever see that picture Tarek had taken of him in Ottawa? Yeah, yeah. That like that's that's, that's probably one of my favorite pictures yep. of yep. anybody anywhere. Fair enough. Fair enough. By the way, um, we need to have him on the mashup. Well, I tell you what, why doesn't he just come on the mashup? Why doesn't he come saddle up tonight, Tarek? Where are you at? Yeah, I guess if you're bored, join us. If you happen to be watching, uh, I don't know if he is or not, but uh, he usually, he usually. Uh, I'm curious, listens. all the people who are watching right now, what are you yep. doing? Like, uh, I see Lori Forsberg says, uh, it "Looks amazing." Are you mm-hmm. are you sitting around your house having a sociable? And you saw us two Yahoos coming on, and you're like, "Oh, I would like to. I would. I would like to join in on this." Or was it? You know, like, are you driving somewhere? Like, I, I'm kind of curious right now because we're at a random time, six o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people are eating supper, I imagine. I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. So you're saying we're at the supper table right now, Tuz? Well, I don't know. I already ate, but uh, um, I imagine there's lots of people. It's 623. People are probably having some supper, except in Saskatchewan where it's 723. It's true. You think we're ever going to get rid of daylight savings time? I don't know. We had, didn't we have a referendum on it? Yeah. And didn't yeah, we and say. It was supposed to go away. Yeah. And I, then before that, we had the NDP, a backbench of the NDP, put forth a bill. Eileen's my type of woman right now. I'm I having a like... barley sandwich after, after a busy day. Cheers to you, Eileen. That's awesome. Stevie B, eating pizza with the family, watching Jingle All the Way. That's How the, the one with you? the rock'em sock'em jet pack. So you're 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 really stretching yourself here, Stevie B. You're you're listening to us and watching Jingle all the way. Not that there's much to watch there, but uh, it's the, the one with the rock'em sock'em jet pack. Yeah, 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 the kids are gonna enjoy it. But if you've seen it once, mm, it's mm. got Sinbad in it, dude. You could just it's it's rewatchable. My point taken, right there. It's got Sinbad. Who who is who's raising their hands out there that says Sinbad? I want to I want to go watch Sinbad in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, right here. See, I could handle this. Marty Bose says, shout out to Marty, watching football with the splash of red. Okay. So, football, you can kind of listen to us two yahoos and still watch and it's like, yeah, I can get that. Mm-hmm. I can actually get that. I think it's great. Does he Multitaskers. Mean, does he mean he's watching um the shoot who's who's a red like is he watching the chiefs play or is he drinking red wine i assume he's drinking red wine correct okay i don't know i would i would assume he's uh 
What what games tonight? Would it be college ball? Is it college ball, Marty? I imagine it's college ball. I don't think anybody in the NFL is playing this week. Anyway. Okay, so... Is it, we're off the rails. We're off the rails right now. So we had... Um, Christmas vacation no, no, no. all the no, way. No, no, right now, right now, Saturday, oh, December twenty third, the the Buffalo Bills are playing the Chargers. Chargers up three nothing. There you go. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, all right. So this this could be interesting. So now we're having an argument see, in the comments section. See. Christmas vacation versus jingle all the way. All right. I don't think anybody is gonna reasonably say that uh, that jingle all the way is better than Christmas vacation. And I think Christmas Vacation is better, and I don't even like Chevy Chase all that much. I didn't even like him that much before he went crazy on the set of Community. Did he go crazy on the set of Community? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. He basically got kicked off the show for just being a, a weird, loopy old man who just hated being there and made everybody's life hell. I didn't know like that. The, yeah. Yeah, like, you know that old dude at work that's just angry at everybody and brings them all down, you know? Kind of like um, Scott Moe. This is, yeah, this is basically him, and they just said, "All right, well, this isn't working for us. You need to." What's get your out favorite? Of here. If 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 uh, if 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 you're sitting, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you. Well, this is kids. this is where I was going to go with this. I, I think you're about to ask me where I was trying to lead up with this. Go ahead. Well, I'm wondering what your favorite Christmas movie is. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. What? That's kiss, gonna, kiss, 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 bang, 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 bang. Is your favorite Christmas movie in the holiday season? You watch Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Shane Black, dude, he was one I've of the. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen <clears throat> it. I just that it that somebody help me out here. Who's watching Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang on Christmas? All right. So here's the thing. I like that movie so much. That that old dime store paperback novel that it was loosely written around. See, I would give you Sandy See, Palm right here. Yeah, I would yep, give you Die absolutely. Hard. If you'd said Die Hard, I would be like, "That's a fair statement. It's a yep. fair statement." Well, kiss, kiss, I mean, bang, bang. I don't know. We we got to make sure that we're gonna leave a pack of smokes and a Beretta in the in the ventilation <laughs> for for John McClane. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Die Hard. Die Hard's right up there. But Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, I love that movie. It's very clever, and I love how he took that. Like, I actually went and found that 100-year-old dime store paperback. I found a copy of it on eBay. Bodies are where you find them that it's very loosely based on, but then ends up being meta-based on it. I quite like Shane Black. I even... I liked Iron Man 3 a lot more than I should have what just because of Shane Black. I mean, dude, he was... What, what, you know that what, which one's Iron Man three? Remind me. Of that's the, story. the one where there's like fifty Iron Man. Oh yeah, that are all yeah. flying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Iron Legion or the whatever the heck that's called. Yeah, right? yeah. There's there's he's got all these specialized ones and they're all fighting each other and banging into each other and they're suddenly all made of glass. Okay, and they so all just fall apart all over the place. Well, Tuz is saying this, and everybody, you know, um, uh, if they're and that's listening, even a Christmas movie too. As this, we got two parts. To this one is people are going to hear this on the next Tuesday, and they're going to be yelling at the thing because you know they're going to be whatever. But as we go along here, folks, we're following the chat, 
and the chat is having it out over uh, what the favorite Christmas movie is. So Lori uh, Forsberg says, neither of those, a Christmas story for sure. And then we got uh, uh, Eddie Zapati. Zapati? Zapati? Hmm. Christmas Vacation. I think Christmas Vacation is pretty good, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're seeing a lot of Christmas Vacation. We got Christmas Story popping up, which is weird, because now the question is, is which Christmas Story? Because there's so many different versions of it, right? Uh, more Christmas Vacation. Jingle All the Way is definitely more family-friendly. And Marty, it turns out, is watching the Bills and Chargers. So Yes. So um, you were right right about that. Um, I. What's like, What's your go-to? I love watching Home Alone with the kids, like the original. Maybe yep. even number two. Maybe even number two in New York when he's in the hotel. and Yeah, and, and Donald Trump makes Home Alone great again. That's correct. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's a that's a classic, man. That right there is a classic. Yep. Um, and when the kids get older, maybe Die Hard, because Die Hard, the original, I'm like, I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a great, it's a great flick. That's a great flick. Yeah, it's it's a bit of an easier soft entry if you're watching Family Matters growing up and then all of a sudden Reginald Vell Johnson's on there and you're like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Even if it's a crazy murder fest, there's those little things to tie you back to, to nice family friendly programming. But uh, kids today don't know who Reginald Vell Johnson is. Oh, you're... Bad, Bad Santa. Santa is awesome. Definitely not for watching Mike with Warwick the family, chiming though. in with Bad Santa. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's, uh, uh, God, why can't I spit out the actor's name in that? Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. You know, the funny thing is, is I remember my buddy Dave was like, dude, you got to watch this movie. And also, my buddy Dave and I had this thing where if one person recommends something, we're going to automatically fight tooth and nail and just assume it's a bad idea. And so... That's that's ingrained in us. And I remember when that movie came out, he's like, dude, it's hilarious. There's this one part where the chick is all like, ah. <laughs> like anyway, um, I very, very grudgingly watched it uh, six months or so later after he'd been bugging me to watch it and was very impressed with it. He was right. Yes. OK, Lori, the one with Ralphie and the leg lamp, you'll shoot your eye out. There's not a lot of those Christmas story movies. OK, there's a sequel with the original. I mean, she's absolutely right. That is. You mean she's absolutely right. And then, and then yeah. Mrs. Webb said Darren McGavin's Christmas story. I don't know which one that is, but but yeah, the uh, well, I don't know. Is that is that the same one we're talking about? I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, dear. Whatever happened to. Laura Lay is Laura Leia? Laura Leah? I don't know from the Gilmore Girls. Anyway, I know, I know who she's. But that was about. that was the other funny thing was you know there's this nice wholesome WB show that she's on, and then all of a sudden she's she's just in Bad this, Santa. Yeah, she's she's doing a good job of being in a movie called Bad Santa. Uh, <laughs> okay, same one. Yes, uh, that was. I was just looking at a picture online of somebody who had the uh, the leg lamp as a ugly Christmas sweater and thinking that it would be really cool to have a giant one on the front lawn next year. Wouldn't that be neat? Sure. Sure. Like it's a prestigious award, Sean. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy here. 
You know, uh, we were getting asked a lot about Festivus, you know, uh, before mm-hmm. we uh, we started this. Well, it kind of accidentally became a really... It became a popular episode. Well, we did not plan that. We did not. Yeah. But here, before we get into it. I got your message. I haven't celebrated Festivus in years. What is your interest? Well, just tell me everything, huh? Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. As I rained down blows on him. Oh, it's that understated, just low-key stiller humor, hey? Oh, man. It's just, yeah, just beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. There's so, no better way that he could have possibly delivered that line. We had this, I don't, did we, like, remind me, last year, a year ago, when 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 we're like, oh, you want to get together, have a couple of drinks, whatever, and just sit and enjoy Christmas, I'd like, was, did we, did we, did we know we were doing Festivus? Did well, Festivus I mean, we just... said it was going to be Festivus. We said, okay, well, we need to do a Christmas special, and I think it was me. Maybe this is of just course. My, it's, it's, yeah, it's, maybe this always is just me thinking folks, it's always right? me and my memories, right? But I think it was me who said, let's do it for Festivus instead of for Christmas. And uh, and then, yeah, we accidentally drank, I don't know, like a bottle and a half of scotch over the course of a couple hours. And, uh, and, and it, then, became, it became a cult favorite. Everybody enjoyed it. And yeah. they're like, when are you doing that again? Can you do that again? And I'm like, no, we can't. I, I, I don't know how to recreate we, we that. Have I don't even know if I can recreate it. Well, and I don't even know if you can want to recreate Like, you don't go looking for that. It just happened. That it was just, actually, that was probably the beauty of it was just how it just accidentally ended up being awesome. Well, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. I just remember getting in an argument over, um, you asked me what I thought average was out of 10. And, uh, yeah. And I said, seven. <laughs> And I still think that too. And and Deuce is like that makes zero sense. I'm like, I know, but in my brain it really makes sense. Like an average, yeah, an average movie, seven. Not uh, five. Five feels like if you're a five movie, you are terrible. You are absolutely Jay, terrible. Sean, I'm not doing this again. I still haven't recovered from how much it hurt my brain last time. If you want to, you can go back and listen to last year's set of arguments as to why you are completely fucking wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We've got all these people chiming in saying accidentally. (laughs) Ah, boy, oh boy, oh boy. What's your favorite part of the holidays? Because you take, what do you take off work? Because I mean, one of the things, you know, that uh, I assume most people know is right, I'm doing podcasting full time. Mm -hmm. Twos is working full-time, and then at the end of a long-ass day, um, trying to be as sharp as twos humanly possibly can on a thing called the Tuesday Mashup, which totally yeah. came from my brain, not his. It's... I Was it Dust's idea to do the Tuesday Mashup? Don't think so. Pretty, pretty I think it was... Uh, I think it might have been nice, man. Anyways, what's your favorite? You're taking time off, yes? I take time off, yeah. So I'm going to basically just 
pop in and do a little bit of maintenance here and there in between Christmas and New Year's. I like... Historically, I have liked trying to catch really good Boxing Day sales because I'm a cheap son of a bitch. And so I've quite liked, you know, you kind of got the whole, you know, the family stuff. It's good, but it's a lot. And then you've got a day where you just kind of just show up at like five or six in the morning and uh, wait in line at Future Shop to get a digital camera or whatever the hell it is. And you just kind of your days off to an early start and you just kind of have some, some cool stuff. Now that was before I had a family of my own. Right. But, um, I like just that day or two, you know, 27th, 28th kind of thing where nothing much is happening and nobody's really expecting much. And you can just be like, I don't know. You guys want to go shoot some stuff? or whatever and you've got that you've got that free time that isn't obligated anywhere at all and you've got the freedom to go do whatever the hell it is and everyone has been sitting around enough that they're interested in going out and doing something that's, so that's well just just where you're just like okay well you know what because i don't know getting like a good day of family stuff or, or group things or whatever else it can be a little bit difficult to to pack into to a busy life but you've got that kind of magic moment um right after christmas where limitless possibilities yeah i um what do you think i and like yeah so so with Mel and I, normally, this Christmas is a little different. But most mm -hmm. Christmases, uh, we stay home. So on New Year's or Christmas Eve, we have uh, uh, out at the farm. We go with the entire Newman clan. Mm -hmm. And then Christmas Day is just for the family. And then her family's a country away, so we have nowhere to go. So it's like it is the only time of year where I feel like the world actually stops. Like everything just slows right to a halt. Mm -hmm. And um, there's just nothing going on. Like you, you, you do whatever you want to do. And um, not that you can't, you know, like I feel like you can probably do that whenever you want, but the world is buzzing, right? You walk out tonight. We went for a walk with the kids uh, before I came in here, look at Christmas lights, and like the world is just buzzing. And for sure, Christmas Day, I feel like Boxing Day, and I might even say the 27th. The world stops. Yep. And it's like throwback to the old days where you're just like, I remember being out on the farm for like, I don't know, what what was it? Three, four days where nothing was going on and all of a sudden you got a chance to go hang out with whoever and you're like, thank God because I've been stuck in this house. and But like we yeah. never get that anymore. We never. Back on the farm, you used to get it all the time. You had two channels. Half the time, the channels never came on, right? Like, And when they did come on, they were fucking CBC. Right. Or, or like, man. There were some bad things on two and four. Oh man, there were some bad things. Saturday morning cartoons, though. Woo. Yeah, I miss those days. I wish I could, you know, with the kids. I wish I could try. You try yeah. and explain that to them, but you can't. And just be like all the cool stuff on Netflix. There was a four-hour window where it came on, on Saturday morning, and you couldn't skip ahead. There was commercials. 
Yeah. You'd wake so you up would, way too early hoping because you'd heard this rumor from somebody that they were going to start it's it earlier that day. And then you'd sit there and watch else. static forever. And you're like, huh. You'd wait for him to come on. And then it would, you know, the first thing would be like Dino Riders or Police Academy, the cartoon or whatever. And first commercial, you go grab a bowl of cereal, you know, you'd pour it, probably spill milk all over the damn place, run back and you'd be sitting down and nobody'd get up for hours. And you were just hoping everybody slept in. Because if your sisters woke up, they'd want to watch some stupid fucking Care Bears thing instead of Ghostbusters, the cartoon. And <laughs> your parents, you know, it'd be like, oh, well, it's time to go feed this or go water that or whatever else. And so you're just like, if everybody stays sleeping, I can just keep watching this. And I, I can never just had... keep eating cereal. You just said Police Academy, the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, it was, we, it was like that and Dino Riders were like the very first ones that came on. See, when I was growing up, me when, you know, I never had to worry about sister. My sister was, well, she was past cartoons when I was watching them. So me and Harley would wake up, and it was always Tintin for a full hour. Oh. Tintin for a full hour. And you I suffered, I, you suffered I, through it. I would have been, I would have been shoveling chicken shit if Tintin was the only thing on for a full hour. Tintin for a full hour. Followed by Batman for a full hour, the greatest hour of the Saturday morning. It was amazing. Oh yeah, you the see, old you're school a one. Younger. And I've been trying to get the younger. kids in. I've been trying to get kids into that because it's the animated series is on Netflix. But I'm like, holy crap, this is a pretty dark show. <laughs> like it is. Like this, but this also, is it's really show. good. Like it like, is really it, good. Well, I mean, uh, Harley Quinn was never a character in the comics until she was a character on the animated series. And um, Mr. Freeze was just a straight up ass villain until they actually went and reimagined him in the animated series and gave him all that depth of character that, you know, know and love now. So Murray Cochran saying, are you that old, Sean? Honestly, it looks like twos is older than Sean Murray. Twos is. And Murray, we both know you're older than us. Okay. And then uh, Eileen says uh, we had to change channels on our TV with uh, with pliers. That was my job when Dad got tired. Of what was on that? <laughs> you know, if you just put some vice grips on there, it would have stayed. Mrs. Webb says, "Oh boy, I'm old. I've never heard of any of those cartoons." Okay, Mrs. Okay. Webb. Then, what cartoons were you watching? And was mm -hmm. it Saturday morning? You know, I was always a little bit disappointed that by the time Animaniacs <coughs> and Freakazoid and that oh, yeah. whole slew of yes. goofy WB cartoons came on. I was kind of at the age where, or or Pinky and the Brain, exactly, and, Pinky and actually, and the brain. so and Rob Paulson, the guy who did Pinky, one absolute is a class act, the other's insane. Yep, God, that has stuck with me. That guy has been in every video game cartoon. He was Raphael for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Um, he did a whole bunch of voices in the original Baldur's Gate one and two. The guy is literally hundreds of credits. He's been so good at what he does for so long. I'm trying to find if I can. He find... also did Yakko in Animaniacs. Really? Yep. I actually don't know. If, well, I know I didn't know that. But now, now I'm like, can I find Freakazoid? Oh, yeah, I can. Of course I can. Oh, my God. It was a funny damn show. It was we Freakazoid was weird, man. 
It even had a joke about Saskatoon in, in a song in one episode, I remember. What? Yeah. It was like, uh, da 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 or freezing down in Saskatoon. And it's just... Yeah, it, uh, well, I mean, they, they did a lot of funny songs. Like, even Animaniacs, they had that whole, like, countries around the world thing. Apparently, yes. they came back with another season, and I watched the first episode of it because I was excited because I was like, okay, well, this is something that, that I could show my kids. And then it was all like, I don't know. Trump don't, is evil. The, the whole focus of the new Animaniacs was just how evil Trump was. When did this come like, out? This is, I don't know, about three, four years ago, maybe something like that. No kidding. Like, this is, this, this is, is weird. Kind of, this is kind of a little bit much. Yeah. Here, I, yeah. Here, I don't know how much I'm going to show this, but just so people know what the heck we're talking about in Freakazoid, because I'm like, I don't know how many, how many, like, there's going to be a ton of people who have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> presents freakazoid that was a strange cartoon man it was but it was so good it was clever like even just watching that intro i was i was laughing at multiple points right and you know even like the the 90s interpretation of what the internet was and how people could just get sucked into it and turn into superheroes it wasn't even really that far out of an idea back then <laughs> yeah yeah you're not wrong eileen uh, but yeah, so that was that whole Warner Brothers series of just goofy shows that lightly crossed over here and there, and they were super funny. I was actually kind of sad. I realized later on that, you know, shows like Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, and uh, The Venture Brothers, and um, oh, shoot, um, there's there's a couple other like great adult cartoons that started coming out when Adult Swim became a thing, and you're like, those would have been great cartoons to watch. As a kid, they're kind of that whole South Park thing where it's cartoons for grownups and your parents don't realize that, you know, because it's a cartoon, you definitely should not be watching it. Yeah, I grew up through all that. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, you know, we think our kids got, well, I don't know. Our kids do have some messed up stuff on there. But they they're like they're messed up, but they're not funny. Like, I don't know. Well, There's no, some and, cartoons and, you watch. And they like they're to like, focus they're obviously, on... they're obviously higher they're they're tripping balls when they write this they can't not be right because they're just so far out there but there's there's funny tripping balls and there's weird tripping balls as far as cartoon shows go well i, I feel like the old cartoons although weird well, i don't know i'd have to go back and watch pinky in the brain and actually try and recall what the heck because like every cartoon i watch now it feels like they're talking like it feels like it's always climate change 
feels like there's mm. always some LGBTQ, 2SLI, yep. A+. Plus. Teen Titans go. All they care about is just being goofy and irreverent. I love it. It's it's the best kids cartoon or any cartoon, really, that's come See, on. I like Bluey. The Bluey cartoon. The Australian right now, dog. Oh, man. That show is clever. See, I don't have, is it Apple or Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Yeah, you see. Me, so Disney Plus lost something like 3.1 or 3.2 million subscribers so far in like the first three quarters of 2023. People are leaving that place in droves. Everybody but you, I guess. Yeah. If Bluey's enough to keep you around. See, I got a one-week trial of it because I was all interested because I'm like, okay, well, they've got X-Men, the animated series, and the Three Musketeers from the 90s with Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen and Rebecca de Mornay. But, uh, yeah, that X-Men animated series doesn't stack up with the nostalgia that I thought it had. Well, that's... It's the same thing like Thundercats. Yeah, have you Thunder tried watching? Have you tried watching Thundercats, the original? Yes, yes. it's you're not what it, it's not what you remember. You're like, what the hell is this? Correct. I'm just mixing on this side. Yeah, I thought it was real clever. Uh, With what? Well, I, I put ice in a to-go mug, and now you're running out of ice. No, no, no. It's keeping it nice and instead of melting all away. Mm -hmm. You know. Yep. Nice sealed little. I think I'm pretty clever, actually. That's not a bad idea at all. All right. Okay. So, how about this? What do we got? So, I wanted to say that there was a bunch of weird stuff that happened in the news. The liberals tried to get their liberal party branding on food bank hampers. And they actually did. So, there's actual food bank hampers of liberal fucking. It's it's insane. Here, check this out. So let's go. Here we go. This is Nathaniel Erskine Smith, Beaches East York, liberal member of parliament with his personalized bags on their local food bank. And. I said this in the tweet. I said, the next time you're going to a food bank, thank a liberal. They don't realize how out of touch this is. Anita Anan was posing with uh, a sign for, for her lo local food bank. And, and then she ended up deleting it. And they don't realize that lots of people, and I would say moderately correctly, attribute increased food bank usage to how shitty the federal government has been over the last eight years. And that's exactly yes. Eileen, we wouldn't need food banks if Trudeau wasn't such a fucktard. You're partially correct. There are a whole slew of fucktards working alongside Trudeau that also help it make it worthwhile. Did you see uh, Daniel Smith's tweet about uh, a school in medicine hat? No. Why does she care about a school in medicine hat? About. Uh, um... Hmm, let me hear. I'll pull it up. You, you... She, she she was mistakenly referred to as the premier of Ontario the other day. What? 
And then she used it as a chance to shit talk the Leafs. And I'm like, you know what? I actually kind of like something our Danielle had to say. So that's good. Let's see if I can find it here, folks. Come on. Come on, Sean. Come on. Every damn week, Sean. Yeah, every every week I I send us on. Oh, okay, here, and we'll we'll show this. Did you see this? Yeah, I had that on the on the long list for to talk about last. How week. to prepare your meth pipe? Yeah, and. What she said was, uh, this is simply outrageous. There's no such thing as safe meth or crack use. We will be reviewing funding agreements with the organization who felt it was appropriate to teach medicine hat teenagers how to use illicit and deadly drugs. So then, you know, it was interesting. I read an article on it. Some One of the lovely listeners had sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, re- I read it. But what, what fascinated me was in the article it had people who were pro what she was saying, but it also had people who were like, Daniel Smith is out of touch. Yeah. So one had said, Tim Meach had said, imagine being so broken that you take aim at a nonprofit organization that, quotes, our mission is to reduce the risks associated with sexual activity and substance use through education, non-judgmental service, and harm reduction programming. You're a disgrace, Danielle. That's in a news article, I mind you. Mm-hmm. Next one. Actually, harm reduction saves lives. One, identifying harms to youth, unprotected sex, lack of education. Two, meet them where they're at, condom dispensing sex ed. Three, measuring outcomes, teen pregnancy, and STI rates. Like, are these people fucking reading anything that's on there? It's about okay. how to prepare your fucking meth pipe, part of no. the French, but it's like, what are they talking about? Well, one of the things it says in this <coughs> infographic, because like I said, this was... um. It was on the long list, but it didn't make the short list for last week's mashup. Um, was it says that um, you might get really horny after you smoke crack. So make sure you have a bunch of condoms and lube handy. And so you're just like, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe if I'm in a dry spell, I need to get Mrs. Two. Mrs. Two's addicted to crack. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I, got nothing I mean, here. it's just it's it's. There's you, there's all these silly ideas where people will just bend over in in extreme situations and they'll do whatever they can to justify this and to just be like like whatever whatever weird mental gymnastics you need to try and jump through to say that you're justified in um in in apologizing for all of this stuff. By the way, you just had Jason Nixon out there. I don't know if it was about his son or not, but I think his son's doing better. I hope his son's doing better. I hope his son's doing better. Yeah. Uh, I saw Don Cherry trending, and I'm like, I wonder I wonder what that's about. Oh, uh, it's, it's about exactly what you think it is. It's about those people, that video. Uh, I tell you but, what you uh, want. Like yeah. uh, encouraging kids on how to use a crack pipe. Mm. Mm. You know what? Here's the thing: is it is it plays really well in places like BC where the NDP run it, 
because you literally have to be high on crack to want to vote for the fucking NDP. And so they say, okay, well, you know what? The more people we can get addicted to meth, the, the larger our voter base is. So let's do everything we can because we'd rather, we'd rather be in charge of a province of crackheads than actually have to do things like run the, the place well. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think you're wrong, man. I'm. Uh, it's 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 interesting. I uh, as I look at Twitter, you know, while we're talking, mm-hmm. I can uh, I can see. I didn't realize this this is new to me. Uh, live on X, and there you are. Tuesday, two hundred twenty-two minutes. We're sitting mm-hmm. there. Interesting. I I didn't yep. realize that was such a thing. Yep. Sean Newman podcast and two hundred twenty-two minutes is hosting. Interesting. Interesting yep. to me. Uh, what do you think? Where do you think 2024 brings us to? I don't know, man. I got big tons of hap, happy hope. 2024 is going to be my year. Well, do tell. Like, oh, what, do you, what do you mean my year? What are you looking for? Oh, it's just blind optimism. There's nothing substantial there. Blind optimism. Well, I tell you Blind what, optimism. How about, how, about, how about this? You're, uh, you're uh, working towards creating the Tuesday mashup towards the mashup and doing it during the day. That's, that's a step in the right direction. Yes. Yeah, we're not ready to talk about that on the internet yet, Sean. But yes, that is a thing that we're... We're not. Yeah, we are not. We well, are that's, not. Um, that's too bad because Sean's talked about it on the podcast an awful lot now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Did I make twos? Un- the one thing I can make twos uncomfortable about is plans for 2024, folks. Okay. Well, let's talk weather. Well, then. What do you? Well, okay. Here's the thing is that I'm planning on early February of having a conversation with my boss about what that is going to look like. Hmm. And I really don't want, you know, some some guy I work with. Being like, oh, hey, so what's this I heard about on the mashup? And so, yeah, because apparently, I mean, I didn't really make a thing of it, but uh, there's a lot of guys at work who enjoy the mashup. Well, shout out to the boys at work, eh? Yeah. Boys and girls, you know, I mean, we don't we don't discriminate. That's uh, that's awesome. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's a big thing. I tell you what. I'll well, tell you it's, what it's I'm... not that it's a big thing. It's just that I, I just need to, you know, have the conversation, and I haven't had the conversation yet. Fair enough. Well, I tell you what. One of the conversations I'm, I've been um, talking a bit more about because I, you know, it's like right now I'm pretty loosey goosey on it, and you haven't said yes yet, which is really interesting to me. Is uh, SMP presents ungovernable. Um, so what do you mean the, that's interesting? I, I said that uh, I would get back to you next week on it, and you said yes. It's and it's been folks. it's been like four or five days. Yeah, it's it's been it's been too many days, you know. Like, uh, yeah. So um, I, I said it was going to be a week, and you're like, yeah, it's been four days, and I don't know why you haven't got back to me on that yet. Under ten thousand, Eileen. Under ten thousand to go. So uh, we're getting close. We're getting awfully close. And by the time this, like. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be there. We're gonna be there. I mean, yes. a, unless a meteor hits the Earth, we're gonna be there. So, um, twenty twenty four. Okay. Trying to build a podcast studio. 
Okay. Uh, an additional podcast studio. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, which means if there's any business or blue collar worker out there that wants to lend their talents, would take it. Mm-hmm. Two, we got the SMP presents Ungovernable. We have not been doing anything since June. That was the last show, uh, live show. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a two day conference in April 19th, 20th, it's sounding like. And uh, Tuesday's going to be there. He doesn't know it yet, but Tuesday's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, um, among a myriad of other people. So it's going to be interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, we had some some trepidation around your original proposed scheduling, uh, some family commitments. And I was just like, well, I got to get back to you in about a week or so. True. And that True. was four or five days ago. And now you're like, and I don't know why he never got back to me. Because I changed the date for twos, folks. I know. Just for twos. I, it, like, it, I feel like you probably should have made sure that it was a good week weekend for me before you changed the date <laughs> for me, assuming that it was going to work. <laughs> I I don't know how much this week's going to work. Okay, well, I changed it. It's this week. And now you have to come. You're like, okay, but what if that week doesn't work? Uh, well, then you suck it up I, and you come twos. No, that, that week should work. I, I haven't looked at it yet, but that week should work. Um, so speaking of Eileen, though, I got to meet her very quickly at uh, at the James Lindsay. And there's a few people that I met here along the way this year, and it's been awesome. And we've had so many awesome sponsors. And one of the things that I told Sean that we were going to do was that we were going to specifically name and thank all of our sponsors for the year. Mm. So let's run through that while we're here. Are you first off? Hmm. We got SEP, Mm -hmm. who alcoholically sponsored this week. Mm -hmm. Much obliged. We had AMC Electrical. Drew McKay. He signed on for February too. Yeah, and is he of twenty twenty four? I might, I might add. Is he the blue collar round table as well? No. Oh, oh, he's going to be one of the guests in the first one. Sorry. Yes. Yep. Yep. Then you got Vance Crow. He's going to be hopping on the show in a little bit. And if he doesn't, we're never going to let him forget it. Well, he's got an hour. Uh, that's that's what I'm giving Vance Crow. You have less than an hour because at 8 o'clock, Sean's going to slowly wind this down. So, yeah. Vance, if you're watching, saddle up, brother. Yeah. And then we had Risk and Hope Farms. And we got to meet them when we were down um, in Lumsden. I got a hat. And, and I got a hat, too. And I did the best thing you could ever imagine with it. I gave it to Mrs. Toes, and it is the best-looking hat you've ever seen in your life. Oh, every time she wears it, it just makes me stop in my tracks. That was, you know, of all the things uh, going to Lumsden, certainly Henry and Jamie and the crew and Garden Girl Mm -hmm. and on and on and on, but I got to sit at a table with them and uh, Risk and Hope, I'm talking. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was like, that was pretty cool. Um, to kind of like, because I didn't know who they were before that. You know, I've seen the barn, mm-hmm. um, but uh, to actually sit and talk with them for a bit, that was pretty cool. That was a that was a that was a fun memory of Lumsden. Well, I mean, just that that whole tour, that definitely specifically for sure. But how many cool little moments did we have along the way? Right, quite a few, honestly, quite a few. Yep, that was a fun well, little trip. That was that was interesting. Like the Uzman brothers. That was everything about that. When afternoon. I beat you in clay shooting, you didn't beat me in clay I shooting. Beat you. But it's nice that you. I beat it's, you. It, you know what? I'll let you think you did. You know what I think? Uh, me and Chris Barber were talking about this clay pigeon shoot and Lloyd. Like, 
this I feel like this thing's gonna get legs. In June, we should do a clay pigeon shoot in Lloyd. Well, you mean sell the kids, Scotty? Yes. That's what I'm yeah. yeah, yep. And uh we should raise money for something. Now I'm gonna put it as something because I don't know what that is. And there should be <laughs> like team you, twos. You're gonna do a fundraiser. Team for twos. TV. Team twos versus team SMP. Or something along that lines. Two 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 versus SMP. Sure. All right. I like sure. that. And uh when we win, when we win. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Two's gotta wear an oiler jersey and sing their praises for like a year. Like I just I, I just wanna I, I can't wait. Can't wait. Oh that'll be awesome. You know what? I, I bet you uh, I bet you we could get Greg McKenzie in on that. Sure. Um, you know, guy from your ne- neck of the woods that I used to go to that trap shooting place with week after week for years. We get my buddy Dave in. I don't want him on my team though, because he fucking sucks. He can play He's on yours. He's definitely on your team. He can play on yours. Oh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna say we can pick the other person's team? Okay. Sure. Oh sure. how about we do kind of an interesting mix? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because we'll I have some people who idea. are like, we're gonna have some people who are like, Well, I want to play on Sean's team. And you know, everybody who doesn't have brain damage can, you know, say that they want to play on my team. And then mm-hmm. and then there'll be, you know, a little bit of like, I don't know, maybe uh uh, I don't know. You'll you'll, you'll have somebody like you, Dust will say he wants to play, and you'll just look at him and be like, "Nope, two's team," or something. I don't know. Maybe Dust can shoot. I have no idea. What will you do to celebrate the milestone of the downloads? That's interesting because it's very important not only to have goals and have them laid out and be able to measure what when they're achievable, but especially when you set such a long term goal, you need to you need to have that release and that reward. I'm going to set the next big goal. <laughs> I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I'm going to go to a wedding with only yeah. my wife on New Year's Eve. The kids are staying with their grandparents in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's celebration enough. I don't know. I don't have a, but you'd be doing that regardless of whether you hit a million or not. So, so I'd say it doesn't really count. You need to come up with a way to, commemorate it where you just i don't know even if you just showed up at harley with the second half of that bottle of whiskey i left for him (laughs) (laughs) so for those of you guys who don't know when we went to marwayne for that uh gord bamford concert which actually i've got uh i've got another thought about that (laughs) so uh i needed to consult with somebody in the transportation industry on on a ticket i got uh and so i i reached out and i was like yeah sean give me harley's number and so anyway i picked his brain on it for a little bit and i was like hey man thanks a lot i appreciate this i'll bring you a bottle of whiskey next time i see you he said okay sounds good so i pick up canadian club president select which is probably one of the best 100% 100% rye whiskeys out there and dollar for dollar, even though it's Canadian club, like the, the rye whiskey is very good. It's very good. And it's cheap, which are my two favorite things in, in alcohol. And so I bust it out or I bring it out. And then Sean and his other, other brother are like, well, we need to make sure it's not poison. 
And then, <laughs> and then there's there's three Newman brothers, all of them except Harley and me are sitting around Dustin's camper at like three in the morning working on this thing and the extra wrap that I got from the wrap place uh, on the end of town. And uh, I'm like, guys, like, I, I didn't get this this bottle for you. <laughs> like, this is supposed, supposed we did, did Harley we put a gun me to out here. Twos? Harley was helping did me out here, and you head. guys are drinking his booze. I love like, how you try and well, throw now you're drinking it, too. Okay? Yeah, you're guilty, man. You're just oh, I'm guilty. guilty. I'm, I'm he, guilty. He didn't abstain. But I, I just, it was, it's the whole thing was funny. The whole thing was funny. Yeah, whoops. Um, now, I don't know. Then, what do you, oh, what do you, here's, what do you the, here's the other thing about Bamford concert. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but Bud Light's had a tough year, right? When, when Smirnoff Ice can be excited about the fact that they're the second gayest beer, you know, that's that, that, that Bud Light's been, been pretty hard done by. And, uh, <laughs> It's good that he's tuning in. <laughs> this is the sponsor of tonight's episode. Scotty P. Uh, we're trying to catch up, buddy. Um, so breakfast beer. He's got this this lyric about Bud Light in there in the original version. And I was curious. I was thinking about this when I was driving up. I was like, do you think he changed it out to like Coors Light or I don't know, something with testicles or whatever? And no, what he did during the live performance was he turned around real quick, real quick as part of a dance move and just kind of mumbled for a second. And so I'm convinced that anytime somebody has Bud Light or Coors Light or whatever else in any of their songs, they got paid for it. And there's probably a stipulation that that's the way the song gets played for the rest of their goddamn life. Hmm. Can you imagine being where you have to say Bud Light? No, but I could see how they got there. Yeah, that's I like I would put it. I I would put it in no gay clause. I hope to never be there, twos. Like I, I, I tell you what. What if it's a product you really like? What if, what if it was original sixteen? And 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 then they go and do the transgender thing. Like what? what what's going to happen if Gord Bamford says Pilsner? Instead of Bud Light. Well, what I happens? imagine that he's in violation of the contract and he needs to repay it in full. So then I don't sign that contract. And he probably got paid something like $100,000 to do that. Yeah, but now look at it. It's... Now look at it. Would now you have thought? Would you have thought 10, 15 years ago when he released that song? 10, 15 years ago, I didn't think men thought they could be women. Women thought they could be boys. You didn't think that there was going to be tampons in the men's the, room in the Air in the, Force? In the military, right? Like, it's like, yeah, I agree. But it's right now, as it sits, it's like, oh, are you going to sign a deal that says you have compelled speech for the rest of time? No. See, that's the thing, is you say, all right, I'll do this for the rest of time unless there's a serious deviation in what this thing represents. Oh, so you're saying change the contract. Okay, I could maybe have I'm just that. saying, I'm, I'm saying... That kind of contract. Can you imagine writing okay. a contract with, with Bud Light? Listen, I agree with you 100%, but the day you put uh, uh, a man dressed no up trannies, as a woman no trannies on, on your can, can no I'm out. On the and can. they're like, oh, 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 that's a stupid it. clause. That's a sure. stupid clause. Ah, oh, crap. 
right? Yep. Gord Bamford just you can. You All right now, Gord Bamford. Every time he turns around during a live show and mumbles Bud Light into the fucking microphone, he's like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, because what if somebody catches it? That's the thing. He's got to say it, and every time he performs it live, I'm sure that's part of the contract. Because otherwise, he wouldn't have turned around and mumbled when that lyric of the song came up. Peter, he, what what Tooze is saying is, if he's in violation of the contract, then he could probably be held to what? He'd probably have to give the money back. There's probably something in a stipulation somewhere in there. Yeah, there's probably something in the clause that says that he has to give it all back if he fucks it up even once. Probably something like that. No self-respecting man drinks a light beer. Maybe I said Saskatchewan man. I can't Is she shit-talking Saskatchewan man? I think she's shit-talking us both. Oh, I just I, I knew the moment I met her that there was something that wasn't right. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Scotty P and Dana White made millions off Bud Light. He probably Gord made billions, Scotty. He probably made billions. Gord Gord Bamford ain't making shit off O sixteen. Yeah. Not with that attitude. Hmm. But I bet you Dana White just said, Look, you guys need this way more than I do. And let's be honest, if you guys don't get this, you are fucked. So pay and pay hard. That's what I would have said if I was Dan White. She says she's uh, talking about people who drink light beer. That's fair. Is there any, at, at any moment, sorry, Peter has chimed in, a man, Mulvaney, whose audience averages 17 years old. That's the other Actually, side of the Bud Light Boycott. Why are they trying to... Why are they trying to market themselves? People aren't old enough to drink it. You ever drink a Bud Light again? Yeah. Absolutely. Will I do it unironically? No. I'll do it if, A, I'm at a buddy's house and it's the only beer in the fridge and I will not shut up about it until he kicks me out. That's I'll drink a Bud Light and I will shit talk him the entire time. Or two, something like... I don't know. Remember when I had that Bud Light shirt on for for one of the live shows? That was that was Lumsden, wasn't it? And you remember Lump? And you remember Lumsden had a guy drinking Bud Light in the crowd, and I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah, yeah. So I would do it just to be, just for comedic effect, just so that I could make fun of it, just so that I could shit talk that beer, and I don't know, just be an asshole about it. Um, but as far as, as far as like going to a bar and just being like, yeah, I'll get a Bud Light. Nope. Yeah. That's probably changed. I would agree with you. I, I actually, when you put it that way too, is I, I, we don't agree on much. I think we probably agree on more than I, I give credit, but mm -hmm. that right there, the way you put it, if you go to a book, like where you have options, not a chance. Nope. Not a chance. Like, it's like, give me anything else. I'll I'll gladly drink the Palm Bay. Just give me a Palm Bay, would you? Walk around with that in my hand. <laughs> you drinking a Palm Bay? Y yes, I am. Why? Yeah, because it's more heterosexual than Bud Light. It was either that or Bud Light. Yep. It's funny. I was in. Uh... Oh, not Victoria's Secret. What's the other one? Lavi, no. Lavion Rose. Yes. Fredericks Thank of you. Hollywood. Um, Pink. Um, you've got no, no, the no, uh, Lavion oh, no, Rose. Just, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in got... there today, and I was like, "Did you find anything you liked?" 
Yeah. Uh, ma- ma- I... Anything fit well? That uh, that pl- <laughs> that place used to intimidate the crap intimidate out of me. the hell out of you as a young like guy, where yep. you would walk past it quickly because you're just like someone's gonna see me walking past this store and think yes. I'm a pervert. And 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 when I got when I, when I was dating Mel and maybe when we got married, I used to go you know like as a Christmas gift or birthday. I can't remember, but I used to like oh, okay work up the courage. We're gonna go in. We're gonna go in. We're gonna do this. <laughs> and then it was, buy something and, gone. And then it was uh, a lovely old lady. Like I'm, I don't know, and I apologize, folks. Maybe she was only fifty. I can't remember. I was, I was just like, she's like, you know what? You don't need to be nervous. There's so many nervous guys that are like envious the fact you'll walk through the store, and all of us women are envious that you're in here buying something for your for for your missus. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so it's funny that joke plays out. Um, what have Mel and me been together now? It's been uh, sixteen years. So. Mm-hmm. Let's just say for the first two years, I never went in there. So for 14 years, I've heard that same joke from women every time I go in there. Like, oh, all the women are jealous you're in here because they know their man ain't coming in. I'm like, interesting. So actually, I don't, I'm not even bothered by that. I ask really dumb questions in there. I had, yeah, like I had. Yeah, like, I, doesn't this give you a wedgie? <laughs> I don't ask that dumb a question. We were talking. I'd about, say that's a pretty good question. We were talking about the color brown today with a with a girl who's obviously way younger than me, and I'm like, brown? Why, why brown in undergarments? I don't understand. Because it hides the streaks. <laughs> Believe me, I had some thoughts. She's like, actually, brown's like a really trendy, you know. And I'm like, all right, all right, you've sold me. If it's trendy, let's let's try it out, you know. So, anyways, right, so- that was stories from. <laughs> Jessica's trans brother had a job there a couple of weeks ago. Taylor King. For a couple of weeks. Uh, I assume you mean Le'Veon Rose and not, not, uh, not Bud Light. Anyways. This By is the entire- way, I can't tell because that, that picture, you know, it's not, it's not HQ enough. But Taylor went as falling down for Christmas one year. And it's probably one of the best damn Christmas costumes I've ever seen in my life. And the by whole, the way, we actually need to have the whole point him, of the story of me. We need going to have into, either him or Jess or both on the mashup next year too. The whole point of the story of me going into late wasn't about what I was doing there. It was that as soon as I got in there, I was what like, were you? Well, it's buying there? a Christmas gift for Mel. Anyways, that's that's a side story. I walked in. The first thought I had was, can you imagine if there was like, because I got all these beautiful women in like lingerie on the walls, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if on those there was a transgender man? <laughs> Like, Which is transgender female. I'm anyways politically correct. Well, that was Victoria's Secret. They tried that. I know, but that's that. what I thought. I'm like, so I come back and to then the, the, and then the it Bud didn't Light. sell for some reason. The Bud Light. I'm like, will you ever do it? Well, I mean, yes, but in these stipulations, like, will you ever buy Victoria's Secret again? It's funny. Victoria's Secret gets Victoria's uh, Secret pass. is trying to redo themselves, and I was yes, trying to have this conversation. I was having this conversation because. I have uh, ulterior motives, right? But we're we're walking by this, we're going through the mall, and I'm like, you know, that uh, that new sort of lacy thing with the yep and all that and the zips and everything else like that. That looks interesting. I bet you that would look really good. And you know, they've really turned over a new leaf lately. I think I think we're ready to give them another chance. And then Mrs. Two's is like, I don't know, maybe she's got an ulterior motive too, but she's like, fuck no. Wasn't the least bit interested. Nothing like seeing a penis in a thong. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, there's there's something about that corner of the ball hanging out that. Uh, but Eileen is is literally. Um, um, wait a second before we get there, Eileen is literally like chiming in on my thought I had when I walked in to uh, Lavian Rose. Lavian Rose. Yep. Anyways, I was like, imagine like they got a poster of a trans woman on the wall, and that's exactly what it is. You'd be like, oh. I gotta go. Well, I mean, it's I it, it can't it can't help sales, right? There's there's no way that you're gonna say like, oh yeah, that's those are some nice lady balls. I'd like to buy three of those those lazy underwear things, right? It's it's just not gonna happen. And then they realize, oh wait, if we do all this weird shit, people stop buying things that are designed to make people feel and look and be sexy. Because there's nothing sexy about a pair of lady balls. Lady balls. Yeah. I. I you know, if you would have told me 15 years, that would be even remotely mentioned in uh, in conversation. Lady balls. Hey, imagine, boy. Taylor, imagine if there was a cute redhead girl helping you pick out lingerie for your lady and you had no idea it was a man. You know, the funny thing is, is that I met Taylor's brother-in-law and I, I totally didn't like it was just for like a minute and I didn't clue in. But I remember thinking she kind of had nice legs. She's wearing shorts. And then, uh, and then I was texting with Taylor afterwards, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, it's a good thing I didn't say anything." <laughs> How the hell did we get here? Well, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're tuning in, anyways. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate high levels of fitness. I didn't know that was it. I I wasn't. I wasn't. That's as far as I went with that's it. That's as far as you went. All right. Yeah. 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 And Eileen, Eileen's on fire tonight. Maybe if she he she manscaped. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because because the balls in a thong look way better when they're when they're shaved. Yeah. You, I like muscular legs. Taylor King said, "You said a lady with muscular legs answered the door." Yeah, that that is true. He's probably actually reading through the text right now, so so he's got he's got the receipts. Oh man, do you like the stocking or gifts under the tree? Are we still talking about Le'Veon Rose? No, I'm 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 trying to switch gears here. All right, from transgendered females in undergarments. Uh, okay, fine, fine. We'll move the story along. I like both, so I always do a combination where there's there's the stocking and there's a few interesting things in there. Usually, it's like socks and toothbrushes and you know the odd. I don't know. She might be listening. But uh, there's there's a cool stocking thing, and there's there's a cool one of the gifts is is in the stocking, uh, which you would expect to be wrapped. But I'm like, I'm not gonna wrap this many things, so one of them's going in the stocking. See, and I like this stocking. I don't know when this changed for me, but somewhere along the line, I love the stocking. Now, no, I'm not saying for me to open, for me to put a gift into. Maybe it is the fact that I don't have to wrap it. I never thought of that, but. Uh, 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 sorry, is this a Le'Veon Rose conversation still? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, what a, 
I got to get us on to some other subject than a, a, a transgendered female. In and Lee jumped under- in. Lee, I was actually thinking um, today, I was like, Lee texted me yesterday, and I've been flying all day trying to get ready for all this Christmas shit. And I was like, fuck. Should I just, and I never had a chance to throw it out to you before we started, but I was like, should we just call Lee during the show? Just say hi. And just say hi. Awesome I was texting Lee. Yeah. I was texting Lee. Uh, what was it, today? Lee, I don't, I'm trying to forget or trying to remember. I want to say it was today because I was telling him about uh, the ungovernable and the fact that I would like to set up a uh, a booth section so you can general public just walk through and see these people. But if you're at the conference, you know, in between, uh, you could uh, go see like-minded businesses, maybe network, maybe a whole bunch of different things. And for the businesses, you could sell a bunch of stuff, right? You get stuff, sell it. Does uh, 220 Minutes get a free booth there? Free booth. Free booth. Well, you haven't even said that you're coming because I haven't asked you. We haven't We haven't finished the negotiations. So yeah, I feel we haven't like... finished the negotiations. Like, listen to this guy, folks. You know? There. See? You know what Lee says? We're coming. That's Sweet. what's happening. Okay. Well, if Lee's going to be there, then I'm going to go, too. Twos is definitely paying triple for a booth now. You know, he <laughs> he, he relinquished his negotiating rights, folks. A spice table, not a booth. Wish I had a name like Chris Van Dam. Yeah. It's a great name. It's a great name. It is. It is. I mean, I feel like you need to have another middle name in there. Like if it was, I don't know. Chris Hemsworth Van Dam would be good. What would you be selling to? My soul. Um, what little bit is left of it? What would you be selling to? I don't know. I feel like I I totally missed the boat. I've got this show coming up on the first in Calgary, and I'm all out of merch. I'm not even gonna have any merch at the show. You're not gonna have anything. So yeah, come to come um, to Lloyd and grab what we have left of the mashup T-shirts. I'm going to make a 12 hour round trip to sell a dozen shirts. Probably not. Uh, let's be honest. That's, that's not, uh, thinking positively at all. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see here. I, uh, the point is, is that I I should have, I should have a a little bit of inventory kicking around at any given time. I, I suck at maintaining proper levels, but, uh, it would probably just be me hanging out and saying, why are you who, crazy who are you enough gonna, to come Who are you going to be opening for? Oh, that's for Danger Cats. So January 1st, Comedy Cave in Calgary. Well, there you go, Calgarians. I do, Lee. And we're going to get you that rooster shirt in timely fashion. Yeah, as in like April 15th? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Just so Lee's clear. We're going to get it to you. We're going to yeah. get it to you. Oh, and so Chris Van Dam is Chris Anthony Van Dam, and he doesn't have that as his name. You should be like Chris Tony Van Dam. Daryl, is this thing on? Did you guys talk about the federal government spending 800000 on a deer cull in B.C.? Uh, let's see here. Where is it? Da, 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 da. Number five, 
Illegal guns used to shoot the wrong deer from a helicopter at a cost of $10,000 per head. It's on the docket, my friend. You just got to be patient. Eh, and I suppose if we wanted to just talk about the insanity of Canada, we could do that. We could so, have, I, maybe I maybe I should just switch to coffee. I could do that. No, you know, no, let's, dude, let's let's no. let's just let's just talk about uh, the world and how messed up it is. God. So they needed to call an invasive species on Vancouver Island, and so they got a bunch of people from New Zealand and the states to come in and shoot two two three, which is probably an AR fifteen with thirty round magazines out of a fucking helicopter at herds of deer and a couple dozen of them were the wrong deer because they needed to call the invasive species to try and help out the native species. Which, by the way, if you're doing half measures in a situation like that, you're wasting your fucking time, okay? Secondly, they shot a bunch of the wrong fucking deer because they're not from here and they don't know what they're looking at. And thirdly, you could have, for $10,000 a head, you could have had Americans come in and do it you could have worked with outfitters in the region. You could have worked with outfitters at $10,000 a head. You could have got outfitters from all over Canada who would have just flown in and just been like, yeah, just fucking shoot whatever the hell you want. You could have made, instead of spending $834,000, you could have made millions. Have we not learned anything yet? But this is the thing. This is the classic government. Why let something happen on its own for free when you could spend a whole shit ton of taxpayer money doing it in a far worse way. And that's the fucking country we live in. That's our government on every possible level. Yeah. I mean. Like, okay, this could have made us $4 million. Okay. But what if we spent a million dollars instead? Oh, that's, that's a much better idea. Let's do that. Can we make sure that we shoot some of the wrong fucking deer while we're at it? Yep. And can we make it a half measure that's going to have no long-term net effect on the situation we're trying to remedy? Yeah, let's also do that. Get the fuck out of here, guys. Why is it so fucking hard to have anybody with any practical real-life experience in government on any level? Oh. I'm trying to smile on this set. Shane never, Getson was telling me. Shane every Getson time, was Every that, time yeah. we talk about the government twos it puts me in a foul mood all right because like you just you just rattle it off like i mean okay so we talked about it great we're gonna do anything about it all right uh probably not probably i not. think they're probably gonna they're probably gonna spend another million dollars i think in another them. month i think something stupid them. i'm gonna finish my I, thought here mm -hmm. before i get to shane Gatson. and people are gonna be like you guys gonna talk about it sure we'll talk about it they're doing a lot of stupid stuff all the time they're spending way too much money all the time in everybody's areas all the time and here we sit and if this is what we're going to do on festivus i'm just gonna let this is airing of grievances i tell you what it is an airing of grievances on this side i am tired of it tired of the freaking federal government tired of the provincial government i'm tired of the government they suck yep but this is this is it we we idiot shame them in hopes that they get better well it hasn't been working it's been 86 it's, it's, be, it's been 86 mashups at this point man dude how many times have we talked about how 
we talk about something, we bring it up on the mashup, and then there's specific general reference to something later on. Like when we talked about the lady fire in Banff. And then they're like, yes. And then and then people in the news were citing misogyny. Like, we're the only people who talked about it. They literally, they didn't want to name us. It's like when QDM's uh, carbon tax video got talked about in Parliament, but they didn't specifically name it. That happened to us with the lady fires in Banff. Right? How many times have we been like, oh, you know what? We bring this up for two, three, four weeks in a row, and then something changes. Dude, we, we've got... So you're saying I don't have winning. a list of them. Are you I don't saying have we're a list winning? Of them. No, we're totally losing. Yeah, we're totally But we're losing with style. <laughs> All right. So so that's the thing. Like I I mentioned to Shane because um, Danielle Smith had this announcement where she said uh, it's for some hydrogen plant, and so she shows up in the nicest way possible, looking a lot like Trudeau does when he shows up on a construction site with the new everything, looking completely uncomfortable, out of your element. And I was like, you guys should just. Just send somebody who's actually got a pair of work boots that they've worn in life until they got into politics. That's the kind of guy you want to send, right? I'm like, Shane, you're that guy. Why aren't you doing this? And then he said actually that he had he had done a thing like that. And the um the media people thought that he had just bought a used pair of boots. Like he got them at Valley Village. Because it didn't even occur to them that somebody in politics might have actually had a pair of steel-toed boots that they wore at work. And so, anyways, the point is is that a guy like Shane, even before I had that conversation with him, is showing up with old work boots while he's trying to help out Alberta. Okay, And so, the things that we talk about, because I think actually it might have been Festivus last year, I was ranting about like how would it be the end of the fucking world if we could get a politician who'd actually worn out a pair of boots in his life? And maybe he wore that pair of boots at a press conference. And now it's happening. And so we've got these little things that keep happening. And so we talk about how dumb they are about gun control and how dumb they are about conservation. Maybe they're going to get a guy who's actually got a deer on his wall at some point to have a conversation about conservation instead of some idiot bureaucrat from the suburbs. Next thing you know, hey, maybe there's some positive change. I hope you're right. They can pick my brain anytime they want. I'm I'm, I'm just tired of that, talking. See that big deer back there? See that? Yes, I can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got to squint, but I can see it. Yeah. Now, full disclosure, I didn't shoot that deer. My He's... dad did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, You're not supposed to say that. Oh, it's a beauty of like that's the thing. It's it's a beauty of a deer. There's I don't know. It's it's like top fifteen hundred typical whitetails ever shot. Um, it's just tough, you know. Yeah. It, I mean, it's been it's been. Uh... Yeah, there's a good question. Uh, before I get to, it's just we've been. If it hasn't been 86 weeks, it's been what? 80? 84? Just 84. the amount of, uh, well, the amount of government overspent, the amount of inept 
people oh, in the government. And you're saying you're saying there's been five or six weeks where we've had wins. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just you know I like sitting on the festivus and talk about uh, what they're continuing to do. It's like man, like this is happening everywhere well, all the time. We twos literally takes our list from thirty down to twelve, and we could talk about that. We could talk about it for four hours a week. Mm-hmm. The stupidity. I mean, Holly and uh, Holly Doe and Tom Korski have literally made a, a living off Blacklock's reporter of just breaking stupidity from the bureaucracy. That's all they do. And the thing about it is, uh, to to their they absolute very well. credit, I love how well they do it yes. and how, like, we get up here and we say, this is stupid and this is why it's stupid. They have this absolute beauty, like just this finesse feather touch where they will talk about it and they'll just say, hey, you know what? Like, we got, um, we're just going to, we're going to tell you exactly what they said. This is what they dated for. April 31st. This is um, like they just they present it, which it is as news, and they present it completely unbiased without saying how stupid it all is. Yeah, they they, yeah. they just report the facts. It's all they well, do. here, here, I'm going to I'm going to throw this on the screen here real quick. So this is some of the stuff that we're going to talk about here. Here this week here. Um, And then he disappeared on me, folks. Are you? <laughs> Tuz has disappeared. He says we're going to talk about some of these things while we're doing that. How about we? How about we go to? Uh... Oh, here I like this one. Lee Hepner. Government always kills the mood, guys. Yeah, Lee. I'm just trying to have. I'm trying to enjoy holidays. Can we enjoy holidays? I'm enjoying this. Enjoy this is this stuff, you know, as as frustrating as you get. And I kind of got that impression from you a couple weeks ago when um, when we had Uncle Hack on that you were kind of frustrated with the fact that we talk about stuff like this every week and it doesn't really seem to change. But maybe you're losing sight of the fact that it's still really fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know if I'm losing sight of it. I just, every once in a while, I need a break from it. I just, I don't know. Maybe that is losing sight of the fun in it. You know how many many conversations, too, I have these days over what the best Christmas movie is? I know that's a dumb dumb topic, sorry. But, like, um, not that often anymore. It's a, it's always these conversations. And so every once in a while it's it's nice just to shoot the shit. Pardon the French. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I don't know. They they're they're doing a whole bunch of like you don't have to look that far. They're doing a whole bunch of freaking wild things. Like did you listen to Scott Marsland, the recent interview I had? I don't know. Uh no, no, I didn't. I, I tell you what, you you know, go into that folks with full warning like that's a heavy interview i did not realize that's what it was going to be and uh interesting very very interesting but like every once in a while i just want to be diehard can we talk yep. about freaking you know like it's just 
to okay, pull I it all back in, to, to pull it back all into what the government's doing. They're they're screwing us hard every week, every week. And Eileen goes, "Do you think our parents had this exact same conversation back in the day?" I would say, in some form of the matter, yes, just not to this ineptitude. There's no way. Like, there's just no. And they way. wouldn't have seen it. There's as horrible as the disclosure is nowadays where we just there's so much stuff where it's just the tip of the iceberg and most of it we don't even know like they had ad scam to worry about back then and and that was that went on for like 10 years before anybody found out and so you know we've got where people like blacklocks they do foip requests and they get them back in a sometimes reasonable manner. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a reasonable uh, time frame, and sometimes it's a reasonable. Uh, I bet you. How many? How many points do you think they're doing in a weekly basis? <sighs> you know what? I'm guessing probably dozens. Because I, I, if I look at it from a podcast standpoint, you go, "How did you ever get X?" And it's well, I didn't just ask ask X. I asked, like, the entire alphabet. Yeah, and, and then, eventually, and then it just turned out that X ended yeah, up being the one that landed on gold. And you just keep goal. asking, and you keep, and that's probably one thing people have a hard time understanding is, like, from a, or maybe they understand, I don't know, from a podcast standpoint, you ask guests all the time and get told no, or they never mm -hmm. come on. And I look at Blacklocks, and I'm like, how many times are they doing a FOIP and waiting a year to get it, or... Or six months or six months or it comes back heavily redacted or yes. they get it back and it's innocuous. Yes. Cause they don't do. And which I don't know, maybe, maybe we should get things like that in the government or in the news every once in a while where we did a freedom of information request on this thing. And it came back exactly in order and what you would expect. It's completely boring. Cause in this day and age, that's news. Yes. That's completely to the contrary. It's not what you expect. It's very counterculture and probably noteworthy. Eileen, I don't agree. I remember my dad getting so pissed off having conversations with his siblings. Sometimes I thought there would be a fight. That was back when the first Trudeau was in power. The difference was people talked face to face. They did. And yeah, I remember. I remember there being a lot of reticence to actually have these conversations because reticence? if you actually. People not wanting to, because if you actually got into a conversation with somebody who knew what they were talking about, about this stuff. It typically wasn't a lot of positive things. Or at least that was kind of how I took it from, you know, what I saw with my parents and their friends was that, yeah, if somebody was having a conversation about this stuff, they were generally pretty worked up about it and had a lot of stuff to say and had some receipts, which, you know, were all very secondhand receipts that they got from, you know, whatever they learned from CBC back then or whatever else. Right. And so, yeah. Nobody really wanted to have these conversations because nobody really felt prepared for them. And yeah, I didn't, from what I understood, none of them really went too well. 
But yeah, so Daryl, and notice he's commenting on YouTube. So we've got at least one person watching YouTube. How did you convince Mrs. Twos to let you put that on the wall? Actually, uh, funny story is that, uh, so my dad just downsized fairly recently and Mrs. Twos was already here. One big happy family. And so she's a mail order bride. Got her from uh, that beautiful state to the south of us, this far off exotic land. Sometimes she'll cook me the uh, the authentic cultural food of her people, which is like you know, fried chicken and fried this and fried that and jambalaya. And it's especially funny because she's. Does she actually make you jambalaya? Oh, it's good. She makes good. If gumbo. she's listening, next time I'm over, jambalaya would be. Oh, dude, it's, oh, it is next level. And she's just this tiny, slim, muscular, beautiful woman. Muscular then, legs? Yeah, muscular legs. Not like, not like Taylor's brother-in-law, but muscular legs. And, uh, you know, you, you get her worked up and she's angry at you. And she just talks to you like a sassy black lady. Like, oh, no, you did not just say that. And like she's not doing it to be ironic. It's just that's how people talk down there. So anyway, um, I had convinced her that this was just completely normal, which it is actually. And we were talking yesterday and today about how we need more dead animals on the wall because we went to Irvine's and they've got a lot of beauty dead animals on the walls. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? We need to start adding to the collection. And when I was driving back from the uh, the week-long show that we did, or no, 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 it wasn't. What was the last time I was up there? Oh, it was um, the comedy at the Vic Jube. I'm driving back and just south of Irma. So I'm driving back on Sunday. Just south of Irma, there is a beauty of a buck dead in the ditch. Just a giant... <sighs> Big old whitey, just like maybe four or five miles south of Irma. And, or sorry, not Irma, of uh, um, where the hell's uh, that Dairy King, where the Sutters are all from? Viking. Viking, thank you. Just south of Viking. And I don't have anything to cut that head off with. And I don't have, I don't have a whole bunch of you know, if I had a whole bunch of uh, vapor barrier in my truck, you know, in my car, I could have just laid it all out, grabbed the whole fucking deer, brought it home. Uh, but that was a beauty rack. And I'm like, okay, the closest hardware store that's open right now is Camor. Am I really going to do a two hour round trip on top of this drive home just to get these antlers? And I should have. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, you could have done a beauty of a French mount with those things. With 14 minutes to go, Tuz. Yeah. What What do you want to talk about? We could do... I brought up 2024. We could do favorite moments of 2023. You know what? I want to hear some of your favorite moments of 2023. Now, are we talking mashup specifically? Let's do some mashup, some personal, some 
Sean Newman podcast. Yeah. Well, from a mashup perspective, getting to do the live tour, probably because it was such a, you know, fly by the seat of our pants kind of idea. Yeah. And then to have the experience we had with it, I think, you know, I think we I can speak for both of us. It was like highly enjoyable. The people that were there enjoyed it. Uh That was a that was a fun experience. Like that was that was I didn't know what to make of when we left for that. I didn't know what was going to come of it. So that was that was a ton of fun. Um as far as Did you as have the, trepidation? Yeah, I was terrified of that trip really i i'm not a funny guy i mean i know people might know. think i'm a funny guy but i don't I try don't. to be a funny guy that's, you don't that's not i'm not known as sean newman podcast the funny guy who laugh, he makes you laugh it's like no that's not what sean does it's not what i do so to be on stage and know that part of what we're trying to do is people make people laugh was it most uncomfortable moment I've had in probably since I put on my first show. Yeah. Okay. That was that was difficult. Like first um, live show you mean? Yep. Uh going back to March of 2022. Okay. So that was um that was interesting. Uh and uncomfortable and a bunch of other things. From the mashup as a whole, I go, I'm really impressed we made it every week because there was lots of times where you work till like 8.55, 8.57, roll in, and we do a mashup. There's other times where I'm in the middle of nowhere, and we found a way to do a mashup, right? And uh, anytime you can have that level of consistency, I think good things will, will follow, I yeah. guess. I do really like that about us is how how there's just that we're going to make it work no matter what. And there's times where I've listened to the show the next morning, and I'm like, Holy fuck, was I tired. And I can tell how tired I was. But we still did it anyway. And uh, yeah, I like the fact that we've really held each other to account for that. Because we both, it's it's very much a team thing where you just know that no excuse you're going to have is going to hold water. So you just suck it up and do it. Well, one of the things I'll give, I, I don't, Careful to inflate two's head, folks, too much. Mm -hmm. The first summer we did this, I said, why don't we just take the summer off? Like, I'm going to the States and, like, whatever. And and two's like, no, 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 we're doing it. I'm like, no, oh, all right. And that's the that's the summer where I'm in the, the broom closet. And I almost yeah. pass out with a fly going around my head. And if I go back to that, I'm like, man, I was, I was dying of lack of oxygen in that room. It's like plus 35 in there. One little fly going around. I'm like, I think I got it out of here, right? Like I'm, so like we've we've been doing it now for uh, you no know, 86 straight, right? So that's been. I mean, you can, if nothing else, you can count on the mashup being there. That's why we're doing it on a, on a Saturday, yeah. before Christmas, so that Tuesday, if you're tuning into this, it's there, and uh, as much fun as Festivus is, you're busy. I'm busy. And uh, it doesn't line up perfectly, and yet we're finding ways, I guess. So, are we going to do more live shows? Well, we should. Yes. 
I think it's a great excuse to do some family time things, travel in the summer. Well, we should. I I, I like this whole idea, like what Vance Crow was throwing out with the whole RV thing. And if we just, it, it's not that hard to just throw together some, some live shows. Because if you're just doing it as an excuse to throw all things together at the same time, if 10 people show up, who cares? I care. I do care. I I really want it to be. I want it to be Hank's Tavern again. Hank's Tavern was. Which was is funny because I bet you Hank's was probably the lowest turnout we had. But it was packed. But it was packed. It was. You find me 10 Hank's Taverns or whatever. Not maybe not 10, five. And I'm like, yeah, we could like that'd be a fun trip. Like, you know, and, and to the folks listening, I don't know, Hank's Tavern, 60 people, 75 maybe. And it was jarred. It was just this little tiny bar. It was, and the history of it, and Hank herself, and everything. It was that was a fun time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was just driving. I don't even know where, but uh, Mrs. Two's a couple weeks ago, and the uh, shoot uh, the Northern Pikes came on um, Spotify. I'm like. These are the guys. So the drummer in this song, his wife used to bartend with Hank from Hank's Tavern. Yes. And her name was, I think it was Henriette, was it? Uh, uh, Hank's name was, yeah, Henriette. Yes. And so, and then the drummer's wife was like, what's your name? Oh, that's way too long. I'm not going to have enough time to say that. Your name is now Hank. And so this wonderful lady that I've been talking about how awesome she was from the Hank's Tavern, the drummer from this song's wife gave her the name Hank. And of course she's sitting there looking like, why are we even having this conversation right now? Why are we talking about this? But I thought it was awesome. What's, what's your favorite memory? 2023. I don't know. I had a couple cool, um, I had just kind of a bullshit day with the girls where we were just sitting around doing nothing and it was absolutely wonderful. And I quite love that. And then um, there was a kind of a moment camping where I was like, this is really nice. Uh, that was with just Mrs. Twos. And then there was a, uh, As far as the mashup goes, the podcast in general, uh, when we were at Hank's, I had a bunch of buddies there from high school. And just having them there and then chatting afterwards, and then one of them stuck around for like a while, and we we were talking and catching up. And that was pretty cool, just just to have them just showing up and being like, hey, you know what, This this is pretty cool. And then... I invited my dad out for for that comedy show I did with QDM because he's a big Quick Dick McDick fan. And so he was over the moon because he got to go see a Quick Dick McDick show. <laughs> but no, it was it was very cool to just be like, hey, you know what? This is 
you, you try to explain this to, to family members, especially in the older generation. Like, I don't know, I've got this podcast thing and we just shoot the shit and talk about government and try and make people laugh, but then to actually have them seeing some of it live. I thought was pretty neat. So yeah, that's there's something yeah, special about I, I didn't seeing one, people but... in person because you, you're already yeah. seeing it. Eileen's already going, you know, have a have a live show close to Calgary. I, I was sad I couldn't be there at any of this past year. Well, if you're in Alberta, I mean, you know, we didn't really cross over except for Irma. So yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm driving distance to Lloyd, easy. Or probably uh, Calgary. I imagine that we're gonna do. Why does Scotch punch so hard? Damn first date, and it slaps you so hard. Yeah, it does. Scotchy well, we is wonderful. But we got uh, just under four minutes left, folks. We're, I think okay. So yeah, I think I think doing a few more live shows this year is absolutely necessary. I think summer is a good time to have them because we can turn it into a vacation type thing. Vance no showed, so. He's Fuck that guy. I never, I never liked him anyway. <laughs> Can't even say <laughs> the straight face. There's like, like honestly, I like I was saying at the start, like getting to know that guy better this year has been an absolute. You pumped his point. tires and he didn't show up. You know, fans, yeah. come on, be better. But uh, okay, four minutes left to go. What are you thinking? Well, I go. What do we want to accomplish in 2024? With the mashup, obviously, there's. Uh, we've already talked about this lightly um, or briefly, maybe. Uh, Fifty-two weeks, and me and Twos have already had the chat that like there's going to be, for sure, four weekends or uh, weekends weeks where I'm not there, and so we're going to have a a guest uh, come in, and Twos is going to be there. So it's going to be a Tuesday mashup without me there. I just got some things going on in life, and I go. There's just no way, and I, I want to make sure that, uh, uh, yeah, that I'm fully present. and But I think it opens up a really interesting opportunity to have somebody else be one-on-one -on -one instead of, you know, because you have like QDM or whoever, it doesn't matter. We had Tim Moen, we had Uncle Hack, we've, we've had uh, Dustin, we've had a whole bunch of different people come on. And when it's three, it's an interesting you like kind it better of as dynamic. Two? And so uh, in 2024, you're going to see a Tuesday mashup without Sean on it, which I don't think is... You'll probably is... see a couple without twos, to be honest. And and, and that will be interesting. Okay, because... none before 100. How about that? Yeah, none before 100. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. Okay. Well, 100, we got to do something special for 100. Maybe that's a question for the people. What do they want to see on 100? What do you want to see on 100? Yeah. Um. Should we try and make it happen in person? Meet Probably. up somewhere in the middle, like Stetler. The uh, hundredth mashup from Stetler. I don't know. Does that make sense? I I know it's kind of it's the a middle, pretty good halfway point. I go like, let's do the hundredth mashup from like the Saddle Dome, so I can boo the flames. I don't think we could fill the saddle, though. No, we don't have to. We can just have fun. 
Um, you mean like like if we went to a Flames game 20... and and did a bunch of podcasting while in the stands at the Flames game? Sure. 2024 is going to be... Would they allow us in there with mics and everything? I suppose they would, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. 2024 is going to see the 100th episode of the Tuesday Mashup. That's interesting. It is. Yeah, it's going to move at some point from the Tuesday Mashup to the Mashup as long as things work out. Hey, so like I've got I've got a few guests in mind. Like Who I want to have bushels, I want to have bushels per acre on here. I want to have um Chuck on again even even if that uh military roundup becomes a constant thing, I think that he's just such a fun and interesting guy that I don't know why he doesn't have his own damn show. It's not like he doesn't have time. Uh I heard of Chucky crumbs body he's the funniest guy on twitter and i keep bugging him and trying to get him to come on and he doesn't listen and oh i'm not gonna out him but uh the guy who was the Catherine mckenna parody who's ignoring my dms about coming on this show there's there's a few people and dairy cartel as well we could get the pleb on too uh, that's Daryl's and suggestion. someone from the PC, PPC Bros to come on and hash things out. There's some the the PPC Conservative Party thing is interesting because they're both mad at each other all the time for being what they are. Because the the Conservative Party guys get mad at the PPC guys because they're like, you're not trying to win, you're just trying to be in your face about stuff. And I think it's safe to say at this point that Maxine is not trying to win. He's just trying to be the guy in the spotlight. And then the PPC guys jump back and they say, the conservatives aren't even a conservative party. And that's also very true. And so you've got these two things that don't butt heads with each other at all. They go right past each other seamlessly. And this is the main PPC argument. And this is the main conservative party argument. And they can't, hash things out because they're still having these two completely disparate conversations. And maybe we need a guy like me who recognizes that to get somebody like Greg Wycliffe and somebody like the pleb together in a room and call everybody out on their bullshit. And they'll probably call me out on my bullshit. And we'll probably yell at each other and scream. And on the count of three, we're all going to throw down our mics and storm out of the place. But it could make for interesting TV. What if What if there was a neutral party? That's what I'm saying. I am the and neutral party. You're not the neutral party at all. I'm incredibly neutral. In then this. why I don't are you like yelling? One. Then why are you yelling? Because I've been drinking. No. See, the neutral party is me. Because I don't know anything about anything when it comes to politics. I'm slowly learning. We could, we could, can you imagine, have everybody in a round, a round table in person. Wycliffe, Pleb, Twos. Interesting. The first ever political round table. I don't mind the sound of that. Ooh. I don't mind the sound of that. I could see so many ways that that specific lineup would go incredibly well and incredibly poorly. Doesn't matter. The only way you get to come is we're laying it on the line. 
Let's talk about some shit. Yeah. Well, you know what? I like Daryl's stance on this. And it makes me... I, I wonder if this is the Daryl uh, Daryl from uh, Up Around GP. Um, I don't think they'll resolve their differences, but it would make for great TV. And I'm a Maverick guy, so I don't have a horse in the race. Stevie B wants it live with an audience. You, Stevie, just so I'm clear, if we could pull this off, you want to have it in a you know what setting with people in the audience. All right. Picture this. The next SNP presents, or the next one after April, is PPC and CPC, not the official people, but the people willing to have actual conversations, trying to hash out their differences, and or tell everybody why the other guy sucks, and or tell everybody why they're awesome. That, oh, yeah. I we like can make it. that a free event. Forrest Why Greg, would you make it a free event? Well, because, because at the end of the day, I go like, I don't know. That, that honestly, that would be a great SMP Presents. SMP Presents, the unofficial CPC versus the unofficial PPC. That's what we want. Opening no, remarks, not even not even un unofficial. I would call it like the anti-official. But but CBC but it, it, all it is is opening CBC. remarks followed by a round table where we go. And you just say, get as ugly as you want, get as clean as you want. And this is, I would say this. I think that this would be one S&P Presents where I would want to invite myself on. Generally so, speaking, I, I think that you you have this knack for getting people... But you just said you... you're part of the group. I'm like twos, CBC. You, you, I put you in the three. I already do. And Stevie yeah. B says questionnaire with the audience. Yeah, we would absolutely have pull pull the audience. Yeah, we'd have it so that the audience could chime in the entire time. We already do that at all SMP presents uh, yep. events. That way, the audience can just pull it. They can just decide what they where they want it to go, how they want it to go, what they don't like, what they do like. People can vote it up and down. Um, That that's not as hard a thing to do. Certainly, putting on an event is hard to do, but putting everybody in the same room because when you're going to yell and and have a uh, a dispute, I personally think it'd be better if it was in person. Yeah, I thought. And and you would have some people who would be very open to the idea because both sides are very firmly entrenched in the idea that they're correct and in their niche arguments against the other people they are correct okay it's been two hours twos all right that's an interesting thought i'm gonna wait and hear what everybody has to say on it i don't mind i love it. the idea i love it any final thoughts 2023 is gonna be in the rear view mirror folks yeah this is it we don't have another one no we do not What's uh here? Just just real quick. Yeah, the first the first is a Monday. Um, we can't record Monday night because I'm busy. But yeah, we got to figure out what we're doing for for that mashup. We do. 
But in the meantime, I wish you, uh, from my side, I wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, uh, be safe, and uh, I hope, I hope, I hope for everybody they get to spend uh, uh, a holiday just being around family and friends where it isn't so divisive. It has been a divisive couple of years, and uh, I think people need to find a way to enjoy time with family and friends. That's my thoughts. So I hope that it for is, all, it my, is good. All the audience. You know, the one other final, final, final thought. Uh, I'm very glad, by the way, that I took you up on like your your fourth or fifth request for me to come onto your podcast. I, I've told the story live a couple times where Sean had to twist my arm basically to convince me to come onto his podcast. It was back before he could get big A-list names and he had to go through the dredges of the internet to try and find D and E-list people to show up. And uh, this is just, it's been something that's had so many positive outcomes from it. And I'm very glad that we're doing this. Yeah, I me too, big fella. Merry Christmas to everybody who uh, who's chiming in. Stevie yeah. B, Sandy, Martina, Eileen. Uh, appreciate you guys all uh, hanging out with us on a random Festivus. I shouldn't call it random. It's Festivus. It's Festivus yeah. today. It's a very We specific. should all be marking this on our calendars. The 23rd from now on uh, is going to become a very popular day in the old Tuesday mashup with us. But two's mashup or the Festivus mashup is <laughs> in the book. Fuck you, Marty. Don't cry, boys. Uh, cool. Well, boys, girls, men of all ages. Yeah. People kind of all ages. I don't know how Trudeau would say that, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Everybody on the spectrum. Thanks for tuning in and uh, being here. Uh, we do have uh, the new year. Well, the new year will come fast enough. We're aiming for 52 and 52. It will not see both of us every single one, but we plan to have something there every time. Um, in saying that, uh, you know, we hope you'll come along for the ride and, uh, and be here. If you're a business and are looking to, uh, uh, hop on board the Tuesday mashup, reach out to all the, uh, lovely folks who sponsored in 2023. We're hope you're coming back. We're going to be, uh, all over you to come back. We got, uh, Cactus Environmental is going to be uh, the first two weeks of January. So that's Alan Huco. Shout out to him. And uh, we got a whole bunch of others coming back. So uh, look forward to 2024. And then uh, Chris Biscal says, I first listened to the S&P back in September. Tuesday is now my favorite podcast. Don't let that go to Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday Everybody folks. named Chris is good in my books. <laughs> Actually, Tuesday. you know, that's another thing I'm looking forward to in 2024. We got to keep bugging CTF about us doing. Um, 100% doing the awards. We yeah. got to do that. I tell you what, that should be our number one freaking goal. I want to hand out a little piggy. Yeah, I I do. But I want to do it as, you know, like the way they do the Oscars and they'll have like that forced banter back and forth between the two presenters. I want us to do that. Yes. At the CTF Awards. Eileen Clark, People Toba. Nice. Yes. Folks, Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for a great year, guys. Yep. And uh, we look forward to next year. Till then.